the founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's gotta be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust.com. Let's get to, uh, let's get to, uh, GOP representative Adam Kinzinger from Illinois talking to Wolf Blitzer about the rigged election. You want to? All right. Here it is. Is the process rigged as Trump alleges? No, I mean, look, if the process was rigged, you would not have Ted Cruz and Donald Trump as the two front runners for the Republican Party right now. You'd have somebody else. So, no, it's not rigged. It's just the rules. Each state chooses to do it differently. It's a state, you know, we believe in federalism, the strength mm -hmm. of the state. The state can choose, the state parties can choose how they want to do nominations. We do a primary in Illinois. Some places do caucuses. It's the rules. The rules are known. And Donald Trump, basically, and, and all he brags about being able to, you know, bring people together and make deals and all this kind of stuff, he's unable to simply run for president. Mm -hmm. It's amazing just the, the amount of whining that comes from him when he's not getting his way. And, uh, and that's what's happening. I mean, look. He, he could have gone out and competed in Colorado, mm -hmm. in Wyoming. Thank you. Uh, but he didn't have a strong enough team in place to know what needed to be done. So, you know, look, he's Thank running you. a strong campaign. Jeez, he is the front man. runner for the Republican Party. I'm not going to mm. take that away from him. But don't whine when you don't get your way when you probably could have gone on the Internet and found out what the rules are. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how we find out about him. I mean, I have no internal connections to the GOP. I went on the Internet and looked at him. I like this guy. How has he avoided our attention up until this point? I don't know. It's a great point. You know Adam Kinzinger? I'm not familiar, but that was great. One interesting thing is if you're Donald Trump, you're saying the process is unfair. People's votes aren't counted, right? That's your point. So what would be the natural extension of that? Let's just say you're looking for a fair election process in which the delegates are awarded. How would you, Pat Gray, come up? What system would you say? Completely fair, starting from scratch, what would it be? If you win, let's say, 37% mm -hmm. of the, uh, the vote, what percentage of the delegates should you get? 37%. Mm. That would be interesting. Yeah. Now, of course, if that were, and of course, that's what mm -hmm. you think he's arguing for, right? Like, I want every vote to count the mm -hmm. same, and it would one be a, del one. a delegate system, one for one, right? Right. Um, if he did that, he would have literally no chance to win the nomination. What is the percentage now? Is he it currently has 37% of the vote and 46% of the delegates, 46, which okay. is the only reason he has any chance to actually win um, you know, because he's, he, this system has benefited him significantly, uh, more than the other candidates, by the way. Uh, Cruz has slightly more than his vote percentage in delegates, and uh, you know, you know, Rubio has less. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, so mm -hmm. but I mean that's what it, and the system's designed that way. Mm -hmm. The system is designed for the typical election process in which you have a front runner who gets off to an early lead and wins those early states, and then doesn't have to use all of his resources in a long battle against a candidate that doesn't really have a chance but continues to run. 
Um, so Mitt Romney was able to put away Rick Santorum and Ron Paul in 2012 because he got off to a big lead and he had he was not going to lose and got to mm-hmm. a, a point in the election in which it felt like, you know, it's too much. He was going to have to waste lots of money to try to fend off these delegates on a proportional basis. Uh, and you're seeing that at some level in the Democratic side. Um, if it was not for the superdelegates right now, I mean, this would be a closer election. But, you know, the way the Republican one is set up, they put the winner-take-all states later on in the, ba- in, in the battle, the winner-take-most states later on in the battle, so that you can get a lot of delegates when you win mm-hmm. because, and then put the second- and third-tier candidates away. The difference in this election is Donald Trump is not good enough to win. He has mm-hmm. not done a good enough job to put away these other candidates. He has not been able to win with large enough percentages or winning in enough. I mean, he's lost several states in a row. Yeah. And that's the issue. That doesn't normally happen. Most front runners get out to the front and then just win. Right. He can't do that. Right. Because he's awful. So now he's caught in this Mm. slog of delegate uh, wrangling, Mm. which he's losing too. Uh, so he's complaining about that. But if they went back to the other rules, he would be in much worse position, in a position that there would undoubtedly be a contested convention. And what would be better rules? Do you want a federal, uh, a federally run primary system where you impose the rules on every state? If you're conservative, you have to say, no, I want the states to decide uh, their voting procedure. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what... How you would do this differently? Because um, it wouldn't—it it, just—it wouldn't be America then. Um, mm. But uh, one American news network is not where—that's uh, where Tommy came yeah. from, right? Uh, and Gravis Marketing have done a, a new survey about uh, New York Republican primary and Democrat uh, voters, and they find 57% of Republican participants support Trump. Ugh, 57. Uh, the 22 for Kasich and 20 for Cruz. Now it's good if both those guys are over 20. Right. Or does it matter if he's over 50? It depends on there's because there's the the main. I'm not sure on the statewide. There's 11 delegates statewide. I'm not sure Mm. about on the the, uh, district level. um, It is uh, it is just first and second place. I think it's just first and second place for the uh, statewide delegates as well. I could be wrong on that, but I I think so. In other words, you need to get somebody over 20 percent for for the delegates to go. Um, but I think. But if the if the if the guy who wins is over fifty, does that negate the other person who's over twenty? Yes, not? it does. Crap. So if he gets over fifty, he will get all eleven statewide. Oh man! And then he will go through. It will be a district by district. There's, so this would not be a good scenario right here. No, and uh, I would say it's a bad it's, scenario. It's, I would say it's. It and might not be a good likely. scenario, but it's likely. It's likely. I mean, he's. Yeah. Well, again, it's his I home state. If if Ted Cruz ran against Donald Trump and. Um, uh, Marco or uh, John Kasich in Texas, he would also get over fifty percent easily. Well, and Cruz did. I mean, t- uh, Cruz won one hundred and three delegates in Texas. Right, but the vote he got fifty or forty-seven percent, I believe, in Texas. In Texas? No, no. I think it was. I think it was larger. No, because I wasn't it. It had to be bigger than that in Texas. Uh, no, I don't think so. But he had. He was going against Rubio and a bunch of other people. Uh, yeah, there were multiple people, but it, I thought. Maybe I'm just thinking of Utah, I think he was, Wyoming. Yeah, Kansas. I think he was. I think he was just under fifty. Because that's fifty sucks, was dude. the um, huh? Fifty was the. Was that the magic number to get all the delegates? Uh, Maybe and he didn't yes, get there. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, mm. Right? Am I right, Jeffy? Yeah, forty-three. Forty-three. So, so but again, it was look Cruz, at the, 43, read the list of Trump. 27, 27 or twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six point seven. Yeah, he beat him by Rubio, seventeen. Seventeen. Right. Seventeen point seven, and yeah. then Kasich. 
4.2, Carson 4.2. Yeah, he's still dividing it among others. 10 or 11 guys. All the others got three. Yeah. Right, so he would have he would have easily been over 50%. Yes, easily. Uh, most likely. In a uh, two- or three-person race. Right. No question. Um, among the uh, likely Democrat voters, uh, Hillary wins it by 53 to 47% wow. over Bernie Sanders. that's really Just close. 53, 47 in her home state. This is kind of weird. I, you know, I, we're so caught up in this, and we talk about it so much. I dream every night about Donald Trump and the election process. I, I, I can't. It's just it Wait, just really? haunts my dreams almost every night. You're saying when yeah. legitimately when you're I asleep, legitimately dreaming about the election, dream about this stuff. It's it's killing me. I can't wait till it's over. Oh, me neither. But this morning, the most uh, it was a really weird dream. Uh, we were I think we were over here on this stage for TV, and uh, and we're all sitting around and we just we had just done an interview with Hillary Clinton. She walks off the stage. Glenn is handed his cell phone, uh, which he picks up and doesn't even say hello. He says, uh, I love you, Bernie. And he starts talking to Bernie Sanders. Oh, my God. And I hear Bernie's uh, nauseating voice on the other end of the line just coming through because he's so loud. And I'm thinking, what in the hell did you just say to him? He's a socialist. And at that point, I woke up and I was... <laughs> So glad. So the, so the, the glad lesson there that is, it was Glenn is just a dream. Glenn, there is Glenn is actually a socialist. <laughs> are, are we sharing dreams now? Yes. Uh, no, no, we're not. I can no, tell you the not. dream that I had this no. morning. No, I don't. Just, I mean, it's different. We're all every out of time this morning. We were going to do that, but uh, but we're out of time. We're out of, all we're out out of time. time. Well, we have to do that because we have to do this too, <laughs> which is um, a majority of Americans now can't see themselves supporting Trump, Cruz, or Clinton. Um, and these polls change, of course. Um, mm-hmm. 73% of the U.S. voters said uh, they would be satisfied with a Clinton um, nomination on the Democratic side, but only 47% of Sanders uh, supporters agreed. 63% mm. of Republican voters said they would be satisfied with Trump. 66% said they would be satisfied with Cruz. Uh, and these polls, I don't know. I, I don't know. In the, in the middle of a heated primary, it's hard to say. I think there will be a contingency. There will be a, a group of Trump voters that won't vote for Cruz, a group, a group of a group of. A, other voters, everybody else, who are going to be sort of never Trump people, um, that number will shrink significantly from where it is now. Um, if it's 63 percent, mm-hmm. we'll say their vote for. I mean, it will not be 63 percent of Republican votes that that Trump no. gets. I mean, no. unless unless there's a legitimate third party candidate, like you know somebody were to jump in, that you know, uh, I don't know, I, name, you know, again, we'll use Paul Ryan, even though he's. Uh, he said he's not going to, but let's just say in some crazy world, um, and I do not believe this at all, but like some crazy world, a guy like Paul Ryan runs as a third party and he becomes the favored nominee of Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not going to happen, but it could, it could, somebody could do it. It's not out of the realm of possibility that some governor decides to get in last minute. Um, you know, there's obviously libertarians are going to run somebody, um, probably most likely Gary Johnson uh, again. Um, but I mean, he's not, I don't think he's going to be a guy who's going to win 10, 12% of the vote. Uh, if there was somebody who was Ross Perot sort of level that jumped in, you could see that number changing. But honestly, it's not going to be 63%. It's going to be probably more like 80. But 80 is bad. It's a really bad job mm-hmm. for uh, Trump. And he has no chance of winning if he gets 80% of Republican vote. No chance. I mean, it's literally 0% chance of him winning that election. He has to get much better. He has to do much better than that.